Hi, and welcome to Ohanga. My name is Caroline, and today I'll be speaking with the artist known as Occipital. Occipital, thanks for being here with me today. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to jump right into the questions. Um, first question is, what kind of art do you do? I mostly create paintings using gouache and acrylic, but I do have some sculpture as well, which is done in stainless steel. Okay, cool. Um, how did you get involved with art? I have been creating art my entire life. My mom is actually an artist and I created this type of art uh, personally while having a job in shoe design. Oh, wow. And a friend saw it and it grew from there. So you just mentioned your mom. So it might be a little bit um, of an of a answer that you already gave. But is there any person that particularly influenced your art and your artistic pursuit? It actually was my aunt. Okay. Uh, my aunt and I were very close and I was almost drawing us, our relationship and her um, as kind of a grieving process. And that was the sketchbook that a friend had found and liked the style of drawing. And that is kind of how this all started, which is why I use an artist name for the work because I believe it's more about her and her and me than myself solely. Okay. And when, like what year did you start doing this? 2015. Okay. Wow. So you've been doing it almost seven years. Is there any particular thing that motivates your art? So I would say the art started based around my, my aunt and myself and what I do is uh, I use body language to describe certain feeling or emotion. So since it started with uh, depicting her specifically, I've done a lot of collaborations or custom work by that company or person giving me a theme. And I go back and use body language to... Um, visualize that theme. For instance, I worked with a bike company and their theme was freedom and riding and um, having this free lifestyle. So the poses depicted that theme. Body language is a theme that I use throughout all of my art. So initially it was a way to depict a certain person, but I also use it now in different themes or different uh, collaborations with other people. So is there any single source of inspiration for your art? Do you have multiple sources? I have multiple sources of inspiration. What I try to do is categorize my art in collections. I think that's from my fashion background. It's easier to take one theme and make a whole collection of paintings from that. So um, yeah, many different inspirations. Okay, so mentioned your fashion background. Did you go to school for fashion? Like, does that kind of bleed into your work a lot? Yes, I went to Parsons School of Design in Manhattan and worked in fashion for three years after graduating. Um, we had to draw these croquis, which is a really quick little like the nine head fashion drawing okay and 
that is kind of how these figures started. What themes emerge from your art and why do you think those might come out? The most current themes I would say are from the world around us. Uh, I noticed, especially during quarantine in New York City, uh, I was able to express some emotion maybe that I couldn't put into words. Uh, so I did this um, collection where I collected the community's thoughts and made paintings. Mm -hmm. So recently I've been using more of what's happening around us since it's so heavy, yeah. it can be so heavy and create something beautiful out of it. Did you kind of go through any specific process with like the pandemic? Like did your art change at all during that? Yes, it did change, but not drastically. I think I have always used the world around me in my artwork. Did you go through any different like shifts and maybe how you practice your art or anything during the time? Yes. So during the pandemic, I started to work from a bedroom in an apartment. Okay. And I moved from New York City to Rhode Island a few months in. Uh, so I worked small in the beginning of the pandemic because of restrictions. I don't think I created more. I went through spurts where it was very difficult to create and then spurts where that's all I wanted to do was create. So hmm. it probably balanced itself out. What obstacles have you faced in the pursuit of your art if you've, if you've had any? Ooh, yes, lots of obstacles. I try to balance out having a professional business and then creating, because the creating is the most fun. Right. But you still have to do marketing and shipping and all of the admin work with websites and behind the scenes. So giving time to actually sit and create is probably my biggest obstacle. Mm. And then balancing out running everything yourself as a small business is is an obstacle as well. Yeah, okay. So have you ever been faced with the stereotype of the struggling artist? And if you have, how do you deal with it? Oh, yes, that doesn't bother me, actually. Uh, the thing that bothers me is when someone thinks it's a hobby. Mm. The thinking that producing art is not a career or uh, it can't, you know, it can't be your forever lifestyle uh, because I don't think of it as what are you going to do if this doesn't work? I always thought of it as it will obviously work. This, yeah. this is what I'm doing. So um that is kind of a, a little bit of a struggle to have people take you seriously. Okay. Have you always known that you wanted to be like a creative? I always knew I wanted to be a creative. I think that I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I know interior design was a big thing for me when I was a child. Um, and I, I guess I always thought that was what I was 
best at was being creative. So that was always going to be part of my career lifestyle. Can you describe your workspace to us and maybe like when you work, what time of day, um, do you have like music playing? Like kind of just put us in the scene of, of your workspace if you can. So I work in a pretty decent sized studio now, which is amazing. So it is, I like to work in a neat space. So it enables me to actually have a space that's more orderly. Uh, I do music or I have episodes playing series that I've seen a million times before, like Friends, Schitt's Creek, Grace and Frankie. Um, I used to solely do music because it was like more respectable when you walk into a studio, but it's always nice to have some sort of comedy. Uh, so yeah, the lighting and when I'm painting is, you know, spotlight on the art, but generally I don't like anything super bright. If I'm on my computer, it's a usually very cozy atmosphere and it always smells like coffee. Oh, probably okay. drink a little bit too much coffee. <laughs> Do you work like throughout the day? Is there a, spe- a specific time of day that you work? So I will forever be trying to be a morning person, but I'm not naturally. Uh, if I have a ton of work to do, I am in what I think is early, <laughs> but I generally do my best work like late afternoon. Okay. So yes, I work throughout the day, but uh, I don't mind working late at night. Okay. Do you have an ultimate goal for your art, um, either what you want it to be or what you want it to mean to you or to the audience that you're kind of presenting to? I want my artwork to always be seen positively. I like that people have a different story behind why they like a certain piece. Mm. So I try not to title it so specifically or have my story so specific behind it because I like to hear how other people relate to it. Yeah, so I guess a goal of mine would would be to be more international. I see, yeah, I see a lot of black and white in a lot of um, the pieces that I saw online. So is that of a particular, like you have a particular reason for that? Or is that just kind of like your style? So I want to keep black and white for a while. Okay. Uh, first off, I, I like the contrast. I like how neutral it is. And it keeps my work a little bit more recognizable. Mm. Also, I'm not sick of it yet. There's so many more ideas I have with using just black and white. There are some grays in there. I have one piece that has color. It was for World Pride, the first time New York City hosted World Pride. Actually, the first time United States hosted World Pride. But yeah, I like to keep, I would like to keep black and white for a while. Also, um, I should tell you why I chose occipital or what occipital means. Yeah, please do. So occipital is the, the occipital lobe in your brain is the visual processing center of your brain. So you need it to enjoy visual art. Mm. I had first, I had done a 
mural on the side of a building in in Brooklyn, in New York. And I didn't want my very feminine Italian name on there. I wanted a name that obviously, as I said before, like it, the art isn't necessarily about me. So I wanted a name because of that, but I also wanted a name that was striking and bold. So occipital had become the name and it, it makes sense to me that it's, you know, has to do with being visual. Yeah. I love that. That's very cool. Your work is very, like, as you were saying, you like people to kind of tell you what, how it impacts them and like what they see. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's something that you'll always keep with, with your art or do you think you'll maybe give more, I don't want to say clues, but I guess like, um, I like don't more know. of a backstory. More of a back, yeah, more of a backstory. Do you think you'll always kind of keep it in a way that can be interpreted? So I've been asked a lot of times what the backstory is. And the first thing I say is that um, I try to keep it vague so that you can connect with the art because it's going to end up in your home or your space. Mm-hmm. And then if people want to know further I do explain how that art relates to me so I will give the backstory it's not a secret or a mystery at all it's just you know I don't think people want me in their home they want something that they treasure it more if they can relate to it so that's the only reason why I do that so that it it's treasured more and they, when they look at it, they feel their memories. So that's the only reason why I do that. Some pieces will have a little bit more of a story if it's something that's, especially if it's something that's happening now, sometimes I will, each collection will have a little bit of a description, but just a little. 